TheItSpot.com Happy New Year! I like crotch. Are you ever going to answer me or are you just uh, making shit up? I was going to start singing it when I realized I don't know the lyrics, nor am I a soprano. What was it? And You and I by Yes. We could have made it a trivia question, though. Good lord. La 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 la. Oh. Ow. <laughs> You're off to a flying start. Yes, a flying, so what's flying going, start. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. You got anything? Um, I went to the Bell Light Box today. Okay. The Bell, uh, the Wait, Toronto... Which is actually a building, not a it's, it's box. It's a building, not a box, nor does it really... Well, I guess it has lights. It's the Toronto International Film Festival, new headquarters... It's called the, the uh, Tiff Bell Lightbox. But it's going to be there box. all the time, right? They're yes. not tearing the building down? No, they just built the right. building. In fact, the Reitmans, um, many of you know Ivan Reitman from uh, writing oh, such things as Ghostbusters. No. Um, Ivan Reitman <laughs> wrote Ghostbusters. His son, Jason Reitman, wrote something else uh, that's very big. big. I want to say Juno, but it's not Juno. That's uh, That was D. Diablo Cody. Um, they didn't uh, invent the airplane. Jason Reitman wrote something else. They didn't invent the airplane. No. no. On another note, though, someone made an ornithopter at U of T. What the fuck is an ornithopter? An ornithopter <gasps> is it? It's the bird plane. It's the bird plane. Da Vinci's bird plane. Yes, Da Vinci's bird plane. Oh, someone, I know. Someone made a human-powered ornithopter. Which and proves to me that Torontonians have too much fucking time on their hands. I guess. Because this uh, is never going to fly, Man, this is never gonna. This is where the phrase no, it, "this is never gonna fly" it, came it from. It has flew. It has not flew or flown. It flew. It did it not flew. flew. And it and it makes makes the the possibility of the future of Dune did you a drove? possibility, which is which excites me. It does. So anyway, I went to the Bell Lightbox. Yes. The home of the Toronto International Film. It the new flew. Home. It flew. It flew for ninety meters or something like that. Well, it means we're entering a new renaissance. Oh, good. And by that I mean oh, that's so an old renaissance. That's so very Which doesn't really make it a renaissance, does no, it? No, no. Uh, it defeats the whole fucking... It's a... Yeah, it's one of those. It just fucks it all up inside. And anyway, I went to the Bell Lightbox and... Uh, <laughs> Which and is saw, a building, uh, not a box. Saw a gallery with um, a whole bunch oh, of stuff. right. The thing and you were supposed to see with me. And then, yes. Right. And then um, I went Don't know what happened to that. Saw, we drank ourselves into not going. 
That's what happened with that. All right. Um, then uh, I went to another gallery where it was a sound display where you just walked into a theater. You can't display sound, dude. Don't and, trick um, me. And you sat there and you listened to clips from the top 100 pictures that they had picked. And then there was a third gallery with something by Adam McGoyan, and he was actually there when we walked in. Which He's was kind of strange. Um, well, he rents movies where I do. So, yes, I would have He's to everywhere. agree with that. I run but, yeah. into him all the time. But, yeah, no, it was just kind of funny because they closed it, and we went into another gallery, and then we came out of that one, and then... Adam McGoin's gallery was open. He just we walked pops in and he was out there. of stuff. He's, he's and like that was one of those cool. pop-up books. He just pops out of shit. And so, yes, we looked at his gallery thing, and that was kind of cool. And Good. so there you go. Well, I'm glad you had fun at the fucking gallery exhibit that you were supposed to go to with me that you didn't go to with me because apparently I got too drunk <laughs> to go. <laughs> I didn't say that. Hee <laughs> hee. He. So what have you been up to? I'm the word whore, and this is Preston Buttons, and this is Air Up My Shorts. That is correct. And I've been up to True fucking statement. nothing, 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 nothing. Nothing, but nothing, I and do, more nothing. I do have a brand new ad-related pet peeve, and well, I don't know why they're all ad-related, but I can't help it. I thought you were going to say that you and have a brand new pig bag. No, but I do have a um, squeeze box. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The world has got a sweet squeeze box. <laughs> right. Preston never sleeps I don't know why, all. but for some reason, Mama's got a squeeze box and Papa's got a brand new bag merged together in my head, even though they're two totally <laughs> different songs. They always do. Bam, 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 but bam. not as songs. It's just bam, the concept, bam, bam, bam. right? Mama's got a squeeze box. Papa's got a brand new bag. I thought those two people should have gotten together. Uh-huh. So So you got a peppy. Yeah, well it's Tell not me your pet peeve. Your I don't I don't I don't want all of my pet peeves to be ad related. And I've just I they are for now, so that's I've fine. realized that also for some reason I have an extra specially big problem with drug advertising. Like this is your brain on drugs? No, no, just the best ones that ooh advertising meth, drugs. Ooh meth. Oh, like uh Right. Take this, it'll make your life better and give you... Anal bleeding and, yeah, and we've talked about that before. Explosive diarrhea. So, um, oh, 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 and we need to come up with a theme song for Pet Peeves, because I plan to have more. But Pet Peeves isn't really what they should be called. I think they should be called In My Drunken Opinion. And we should use, like, your your standard sort... Right, because they're not really Pet Peeves, it's just things that irritate me and I'm drunk. (laughs) <laughs> and I have an Fair opinion enough. about it. I, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking I'm it should be you. something like this. Based on your Paul Schaefer-esque past of our <laughs> yes. spectacular theme our songs. Theme thongs. That we've, theme, theme thongs? <laughs> I don't have any. Oh, actually, I do have a theme thong. <laughs> it has air up my shorts on it. Oh, that, but I flushed yes, it correct. down the toilet. Um, In my drunken opinion. Now, I will be able to we'll take that. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> yes. All right. So anyway, post is, uh, long story yeah. short, I promise they're not all going to be about advertising, but they do tend to lean that way because that, that seems to piss me off more than uh. other shit. But other shit pisses me off as well, so who knows? So who knows? The whole world is open. Okay. The world is your opinion oyster. The new drug, and I apologize to our American and European listeners if this is not it. across the world. No, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> that would just be the oh, American. Oh, that's a funny Canadian yeah. socialist joke. Um, <laughs> I'm full. I apologize because maybe they're not getting this ad, so it's going to make no sense. Okay. But the new drug for blurry crotch. For blurry crotch. <laughs> yes. It's called Gardasil, and it's for something called HPV or HMV or HDTV. But what, for genital awards? Some kind of virus that girls get from having sex. So, okay, but this ad shows these nice young ladies saying that they could never get it because blah, 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 blah. And to scare the fucking watchers... They use the pixelated effect that they use to censor shit on their crotches <laughs> while they're talking. So it's a drug for fucking pixelated infestations of the crotch. And it's really fucking awful. This drug fixes have, blurry crotch. So if your crotch is blurry, which like thousands and millions of porn stars need this drug for when they're on a station that I haven't seen this commercial. They can't be seen fully whatever exposed in but, bad places because now there's a new drug to fix pixelated you know, crotch. It's, it's a little misleading because it kind of suggests that anyone who has this virus would have a pixelated, pixelated crotch. And be I'd fantastic. be able to spot them a mile away and yeah. not fuck with that them. That would be a good thing. Damn technology, they're okay, fooling but, us at every turn. Okay, so it's not really a drug. It's like some sort of computer virus uh, software. That pixelates your crotch if you... No, have. no, it's the other way around. It's like it's a debugger for the pixelated crotch. <laughs> so it's like unpixelate your crotch with Gardasil. It's fucked up. Why are these nice young girls telling these like nice little... Ooh, la, la. Ooh, I've been sexually active for years and I've never worried about it. Oh, I wouldn't say that if I were you. Your crotch is blurry. We're going to hit you with some 8-bit stuff. Why are they blurring these nice girls' crotches and making that want to make me buy a drug? I've been asking that every time I see a Japanese film. I know. Well, I'm against it for censorship reasons and I'm against it for (laughs) because I like You know, I like crotch, and I don't think it needs to be pixelated. And I don't think there should be a drug to cure pixelated crotch, because, well, Well, I think I shouldn't be pixelated in the first place. Shouldn't be pixelated in the first place. You're kind of creating a problem. But do do we really need a drug for blurry crotch? Anyway, it scares me. (laughs) And I I don't know why they think this is actually going to work. Like, beyond... My whole issue with the concept. Well, unless if How do they think this is going to work on me? think that their crotch is going to look pixelated, too. Right. Clean people. I know, but isn't that kind of more appealing? It makes... I mean, it kind of makes you look like you're walking around in a porno. It's like... That's true. It makes you look like you're exposing yourself even if you're not. There's something so naughty about me that I'm pixelated. <laughs> you know that girl who doesn't have the pixelating? She ain't going to do the shit that I will. I know. That's my point. I know. It's like it made it made them more attractive because their crotches were pixelated. So I was staring at their crotches. I'm like, I don't care what kind of disease you've got. <laughs> you look dirty and that's okay right. with me. Right. It's hot. Anyway, so that's my In My Drunken Opinion. Let's read a story. Okay. Didn't we just get here? Did we introduce ourselves? 
Yes. Okay. Wow. I think. Did I ramble that long that we have to go right into a story after my first anecdote? Yes. Oh, good lord. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm upset about the Gardasil. Oh, crazy. Pixley. Pixley. All this shit in the mailbag. Is your crotch blurry? Not from where I'm looking. Okay. But I can't wait. I wouldn't want to sit this close to you if I had blurry crotch. I can't see you for the big squares. Hello again. Here's a little something to clear a few of those cobwebs in the bin. <laughs> Love the new website design and the plot plunger is quite amusing. Indeed. This story is nothing fancy, but if it was, Mm. what would it be doing on this podcast? Absolutely nothing. See you in the playpen. Ha-sha-shan! P.S. I still can't believe it's been five years, and I cannot believe it's not butter. Buttons is getting a text message. Oh! It's Ms. Holloway. Okay, tell her we will. Tell her it's 305 number. And yes, we will. And we will stop whatever Oops. we're doing. I don't know. Just say, say yes and yes and yes. Just say yes. Say yes to pixelated crotch. This story is called Rebellion. Rebellion. Why does that make me think of pork bellies? I have no idea. That really came out of nowhere. Although, speaking of pork bellies, I live very close to an abattoir, which I may have mentioned before. What are pork bellies? They're bellies of pork. And in the last episode, I was going to ask you, what the fuck are ticker tape parades? What is that? parades where people throw ticker tape. But what is is ticker tape? It's something that you throw at parades. Okay, but what is it? Measure the stock market with somehow. I don't know, according to Have you ever seen it? I saw it in physics class once. Have you ever seen ticker tape? Yes. Have you ever seen a ticker tape parade? I saw, I, no. Do but they I, even exist? I saw exist? ticker tape in, in physics class. Do they even when exist? When we were measuring something and, and the physics teacher says, you'll only see this here and in a parade. Okay, fine. You read the first paragraph. I have to pee. Mm-hmm. And I'm upset. Because I've never seen ticker tape or a ticker tape parade. And I've never seen pork belly. I thought you were going to say you've never seen your parents. Well, that's kind of true. <laughs> this is called Rebellion. I said that right. By Hashashan, which you've also heard. Steve couldn't figure out why he was even there anymore. The Beatles were right about revolution and the talking about it. It seemed so obvious to him. The way things were was not working. Things needed to change. He sought out like-minded people, those he believed wanted to make a difference in the world they were living in. He could no longer stand the bullshit. People thinking they were saving the world by driving a hybrid, never mind the fact they were still burning gas. Those who felt electric cars would stop pollution but who forgot how much of that electricity came from burning coal. Idiots going on and on about plastic bottles piling up all over the planet, but who pour water from bottles into other containers without realizing it's the same damn thing. That's what he said. Well, that's not what Hashishan said. That's what I just said. You talking to yourself? Yes, of course I am. Okay. 
It seemed great at first. He learned of the group while wandering the city. They were supposedly against all established norms, respectful of all as long as they were also respected. How could you beat that? How could you? How could you? Seems they, like madness. They seem to be against everything, but went along with those beliefs. Hmm. They hated cars, so they rode bikes and walked. They hated plastic bottles and drank from the tap or hose. They hated the waste and problems caused from excessive electricity being oh, used. Too. And so not one of them used a heater or air conditioner at home. Who are we talking about? I missed the whole first paragraph. I'm so out of the loop. Uh, you're talking about people who Oh, like do I that. Would, like I would fucking know what was going on if I had been here the whole time. <laughs> yeah, no. So it doesn't fucking matter, dude. It doesn't no, fucking matter. No, it doesn't fucking matter. It does. just doesn't, doesn't matter. Really matter. It just doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter. Oh, that's not right. This is poetry in motion. <laughs> Where it, am I getting doesn't matter from that? Well, it just doesn't matter is from Meatballs, and it really doesn't matter is Platinum Blonde. And right. And but the melody is poetry emotion, emotion is uh is Thomas Dolby. Da, 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 da. When I'm dancing next to her as deep science. as any ocean. She's blinding me with science. Science That I was like science. That was I know we've we've talked about this before. No, but we that haven't. Was, that was the wonderful Magnus Pike. Wonderful. A, a physicist, a British physicist saying, science. We have the, not talked about that before. Oh, no. no, dude, no. Don't ask me. The, this old show, a BBC Bloody show. That she's blinding me with science. Magnus Pike was on. I like that name. Can I have that name? Magnus Pike is I a need pretty a fucking cool name. name. It's fucking the best name I've ever heard in my whole life. I love it. The word whore is sticking labels onto her head now and... <laughs> Well, I'm also a label whore. <laughs> That's true. It was all boom. <sighs> it was all so refreshing. People who lived their beliefs. When they disagreed with a political candidate, they marched. When they disagreed with activities in their neighborhood, they moved to stop them. And when they felt someone had been wrong, they talked about how to make things right. Unfortunately, oh, they were busybodies. They were <laughs> fucking nosy cunts. Prince. I think is the nosy technical cunts. term. Unfortunately, they never actually changed things. It was a long time before he could see it. He had been a part of the marches, running around and letting people know about the social injustices and doing anything possible to aid his community. Who's he? Um, I'm the protagonist. Steve, that's all you need to know. All right. Eventually, he read a newspaper. It was describing the shutdown of an evil prison as opposed to the nice ones, which had been taking advantage of the prisoners as a cheap workforce. Mm -hmm. To he and his compatriots, they were responsible. They had fought the good fight, informed the masses, and swayed enough public opinion that the government had no choice but to close that facility and abolish, <laughs> abolish such... Behavior! But the paper went into detail about the financial crisis which had led to the closing of the prison, 
He felt crippled just thinking about all the time, money and energy invested in the struggle to go from his cyclopean. That's a used in 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 just about every H.P. Lovecraft uh, story. Cyclopean. Talk to me about it. I don't have much to say. H.P. Lovecraft. Read What's him. a cyclopean? Single-eyed. I don't know. To go from his cyclopean heights of elation after the news. You're not going to talk to me about that word? You refuse? No, I just said it's used in H.P. Lovecraft stories all the time. Yeah, but tell me more about it. Are you saying... I would say say it would be unidimensional. How about that? You're saying it's derived from Cyclops. Yes. One eye. It's like like tunnel vision. Yes. Okay. That sounds... I don't know, but that sounds reasonable. I'm not... Cyclopean. I'm not going to fucking sue you if you're I'm wrong. Not, I'm not but I get debating it. Okay, it. I, so, I imagine that it means it's a unidimensional view of things. Right. A single-minded view. Okay. To go from his single-minded... Okay, you say it. To go from his cyclopean heights of elation after the news of the prison's close to the intangible depth of despondency he found himself was indescribable. There seemed to be no limit to the feelings of pointlessness. He wasn't sure he could recover, as though he'd lost every sense of balance and direction. He tried to find some common ground by telling the group what he had read. They cheered and reminded him that it was all media spin. They had brought the prison down. The lack of money was a ridiculous issue, which they would get around to eliminating next with the proper plans. That was it. That was when he realized how deluded they were. To them, there were no other external factors. He began to look at everything that was happening around him. The number of plans which led to nothing. Oh, no, I was wiping (laughs) sticky label stuff off my fingers. I wasn't trying to snap. I know how to snap. I can't snap fast, though. Like snap clapping. Where are we? Claims of awareness raising protests which did nothing but block traffic and piss people off. Few things could actually... Traffic and piss people off. Few things could actually be followed through and done to completion, but it didn't matter. Everything was victory. Got away scot-free? You won! Arrested by police? You'll show them! You're the new cause. You've won again! Huzzah! Ba-ba-ba! <laughs> He's talking about a whole bunch of crap. Hey, what do you mean? Oh, I mean quant- quantity of crap. Not me. <laughs> it was the crap that I had a problem with. Not, not the I'm not bunch saying of. that it's crap. I just He's talking about a whole lot of shit. So are you oh, overwhelmed? No. <laughs> he's talking about a whole lot of stuff is what I meant. Are you overwhelmed? I am. Time check. I am overwhelmed. He began to see things differently. After all, he was looking through a new set of lenses, and perspiration is a reality. Perception, you mean? Yep. Okay, I thought so. <laughs> he was there... looking through a new pair of sweaty lenses. <laughs> there was no point continuing this way. Being all heart and no brain seemed ridiculous. I agree, but I can't help it. <laughs> He couldn't bring himself to share these feelings with the people he had struggled beside all those years. 
those who had shown him how to live more a more pure life by turning his back on common amenities. Oh, is this about pioneers or Mennonites or um, Quakers? No. Okay. Just checking. It was easier to drift off. Little by little, he would show up to fewer events. Miss the odd meeting more frequently over time. Eventually, people ceased to expect him to show. This was fine with him, since the group was growing more violent. Pricks. Steve wanted no part of this, and happily disappeared. He later learned that his timing could not have been better. One of the newer members of the group turned out to be an FBI informant. No, no! Several of his former friends went to prison. Prison's never good. No. Especially if you're the bitch. Well, if you're lonely, I guess you could be okay. That's true. Some people cook well. And you get fed meals and stuff, and you don't have to really work all that hard. That's true. Hmm. Maybe Maybe we should go to prison. (laughs) Would they let us podcast from prison? If we did check fraud or something, perhaps. How do you do that? I'll teach you. Okay. The others took on their crusade. Steve went back to a life of saving up to buy a farm where he could remain gone. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. You sure that wasn't about Mennonites? That was a, that was a social commentary. You sure it wasn't about Mennonites? Um, no. Okay. It may have, in fact, been about Mennonites. Maybe it was about Mennonites. Or perhaps the Amish. Well, they're the same thing. In either case, it was called rebellion. We call rebellion. them Mennonites where I come from, but they're Amish elsewhere and Quakers elsewhere, and they're all the same kind of brand of thing, right? As far as I'm concerned, German-descended yes. folks who don't use electricity. And have big beards. Let's make a phone call. Okay. Ms. Holloway, you're on the air with Press and Buttons and the Word Whore. Hello, Press and Buttons and the Word Whore. Yay, we finally reached Yay. you. We've been wanting to have you on the show for a very long time. Well, I'm very flattered. As or you should be. Long. Yeah, stop screeding your calls. <laughs> but that, that's kind of my thing. <laughs> what, are, what are you up to? What are you wearing? Uh, what aren't I wearing? I am about to enter a performance art, private party art gallery type thing this evening. Is uh, Yoko Ono there? Uh, I hope so. I'm at a, a jeans and white t-shirt party in Liberty Village. And that's not at all what you just ex- described. Jeans and white t-shirt? Jeans and white t-shirts, yeah. It's the uniform for everybody. So you're wearing a jeans and white t-shirt? I certainly am. Ah. I, I can't picture Miss Holloway dressed that way. It's just wrong. <laughs> wrong. Well, I have a, I have a, a massive push-up bra on also. I'm sure you can picture that. Well, of course you do. <laughs> Rocket tits. <laughs> Flaunt it if you got it. <laughs> okay, lady, I have been dying for you to tell us your toilet paper story. It's actually my friend Mike's toilet paper story. It was a very unfortunate uh, event that occurred on um, the eve of his 30th birthday, if I remember correctly, um, where friends of his decided to take him out and get him very drunk and take him to a strip club. And whilst there, um, got him a table dance. 
So this poor guy, on his 30th birthday, wakes in with his friends, has a gorgeous stripper come over to his table, get on the table, and she's dancing for him, and she's got her, you know, big round butt in his face, and she leans over and has an entire square, not just a little Klingon, but an entire square of toilet paper stuck to her ass. That's a lot of pieces and, left behind. <laughs> that is a lot left behind. And you would think, you know, when it's your job to be naked and stick your ass in people's faces, that you might, you know, do a little bit of a mirror check before she, you went on. I know. She didn't pass inspection. She didn't pass inspection. I don't even think she, you know, I think she was a little too overconfident there. My was, God. Um, I find yeah, that, that frightening. I find it frightening on so many levels. You know, it's funny uh, because the the word whore uh, said something about your toilet paper story, and I didn't know what she was talking about. But uh, yes, I have heard this story before. Well, it's it's a classic. I know, but Great story. how do it you get any better than that? But how did it? I'm not... pretty sure the only thing that would have made that better is if she had had like a scorching case of herpes at the same time. <laughs> Well, I'm not sure that would have made it better. No, it would have yeah. made the story better. No, the story would be better if it, if the toilet Maybe paper the was brown stained. Ew, ew, ew. No, we were talking about the Charmin ads uh, a few episodes ago, and um, I, I was ripping about the, the whole passing inspection thing and enjoying the go and little white pieces left behind and... And that story popped into my head constantly during it. Yes. I, um, it still sort of haunts me now every time I go to the Rippers. It's still, uh, I'm still just a little bit, a, a little terrified of the table do you, dances. Do you ask personally. them if they check themselves out? Yeah. Say, excuse me, yeah. before before you do anything, um, did you do a, a, a mirror check? <laughs> yeah, but at least now we know what passing inspection means <laughs> in those commercials. They're actually, they're trying to speak to strippers. Using, Absolutely. Using cartoon bears. The strippers use nothing other than baby wipes for a reason. Because <laughs> everybody knows that baby wipes don't leave Klingons. That's Those a good point. Behind with the moist towelette. Ooh, and that would be very refreshing. Absolutely. <laughs> and I mean, especially when you got your junk out there all night long, don't you want a little bit of a refreshment? <laughs> and a lemony scent. Oh no, not hand wipes, baby wipes. Oh, <laughs> he's he's well, thinking of like moist towelettes from Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> Nobody wants a lemon scented anus. <laughs> Good lord. Although that's probably a little more accurate than strippers carrying baby wipes because that's kind of wrong. <laughs> well, I think I think it's kind of wrong them carrying anything around, but uh, you know. Before you hit the tables, maybe maybe grab a handful from from uh, the colonel. <laughs> um, funnily enough, I'm actually standing here right next to somebody's leftover fried chicken. Uh, so uh, this greasy greasy little box. Well, <laughs> kind of like the stripper. Uh, so fried chicken. Well, maybe right you should. Next to it is a moist towelette. Oh, well, there you go. Look in the box. Oh, maybe yeah. there's an unopened one. <laughs> I'm a little confused because they're sort of wrapped in packages that are a little bit like condoms. So really, that would be, you know, that would be an un- unfortunate thing to mix up in your purse at the end of the night. Agreed. Yeah. But in which way? 
Lovely fresh probably isn't uh, isn't really what you're looking for. <laughs> I know, but are you worried that you're going to mistake the to- the moist towelette for a condom or vice versa? Which would be well, worse? Well, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be that big of a deal if you were to wipe your ass with a condom, but I'm pretty sure nobody wants to wear a moist towelette. Wow, this so, <laughs> you, you taste like water at a fancy restaurant. <laughs> you taste like a finger bowl. <laughs> Finger licking good. All the strippers I know are. <laughs> so what else is going on with you? Um, oh, not too much. Now I'm actually watching somebody pose with the pizza fried chicken down his pants. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> I guess of performance it, art parties. Yeah, exactly. Like. How come I don't go to those parties? She never invites you know. us. <laughs> and I'm sure there's lots of other reasons. <laughs> She's embarrassed of us. Clearly, the performance art would be uh, would be one reason. <laughs> Are you embarrassed of us? Am I embarrassed of you? Absolutely not. You don't take us anywhere. You never I call know. anymore. You never I send don't flowers. Call. I never write. You never buy us nice things. Yeah. You don't take <laughs> I us buy anywhere. Nice all the time. That's true. You haven't bought the bought the word for nice things. You bought me nice things. You used to make him dinner a lot. I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Made him dinner all the time. I, I was the envy of the office with the fancy uh, lunches, the plated lunches. They certainly were. Mm. I just love the fact that you actually carried them to the office on the plate. <laughs> just, <laughs> just so you could show them off Well, that's exactly what I did. Right. <laughs> if I had a wife that made me fancy lunches, I would probably show them off that way, too. Yeah, well, of course. Absolutely. I mean, why would you not, really? <laughs> What's new in your life? Um, not a whole lot. Still rubbing and tugging. And um, that's about it. How does that go? Like, how many happy endings do you average in a day? Um, I would say anywhere between four and six. Are they really happy, so though? On a good day? Well, they're certainly happy no, when really. they leave. Are they really endings? Or are they just new beginnings? <laughs> Space. Well, apparently it's an awful, terrible beginning. Just a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the other 58 minutes <laughs> are atrocious, I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a bad masseuse, but you're really good at giving hand jobs? No, I've been told. Okay, but I don't want to bash you or give you a complex or anything, but I've, I've been told that if you're good, if you're really good at giving hand jobs, you're really bad at giving head. It's like a one or the other thing. Oh, I don't think so. You can't really give, give a good hand job without giving a little bit of head, and you can't really give good head without giving a little bit of a good hand job. You know, they, they, they kind of go hand in hand, or hand in mouth, or whatever. Hand to mouth. <laughs> Makes living hand to mouth sound much more appealing. It did. I, oh, I'm living hand to mouth. That's okay, See, buddy. I, I live hand to mouth, but apparently I do it all wrong. I don't know. It's I'm, a hurricane right now. It's not my opinion. It's just what I've heard that if if you give oh, good head, you give lousy hand jobs. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I've also been told that I give extremely good head. Also, I'm gonna say head job, but that's not really head jobs. <laughs> Well, I should probably make something up that's called a head job. I'm sure I can figure that one out. I'd say head job would be um, a combo. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of need a little bit of both. You have to take a break once in a while, right? As long as he passed inspection. That's less of a concern, though, with the the guys than it is with the girls and the strippers. Really? Because if I found toilet paper down there, it'd be a little thrown. (laughs) 
turned off even yeah. a little. Just a little. You, te- um, you, you telling me you wouldn't be yeah. turned off? <laughs> would I Would I stop? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> like, stop long enough to go, like, hey, hey, what's this roll of toilet paper doing back here? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, did, were, were you, were you uh, inefficient or are you a dispenser? That, 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 no, no, that would that would be my question to anyone who had uh, toilet paper coming out of their ass. <laughs> oh, maybe that was maybe that was the stripper's shtick. Yeah. Maybe that was her thing. Maybe it's like, it oh, like, hey, look at this. Here, I've got something for you to jerk off with. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, actually, that's kind of a brilliant idea. I'm pretty. I'm naked, okay. and I'm handy. <laughs> Absolutely. Convenient. You know, a stripper for all seasons, really. <laughs> If she vomited beer, I'd marry her. <laughs> Maybe instead of toilet paper, they should actually just have handkerchiefs hanging out of their ass. Like, you know those things in the kitchen where you can hang your dish towel? And yeah. It's kinda, you just kind of poke the corner of it into, like... Yeah, the you know, tucky thing. plastic holder? That basically yeah, is like a pucker... <laughs> the dish towel pucker ass thing. You're right. There you go. Somebody's grandma has one of those. <laughs> But she wouldn't was, that be a great idea, though? Really, if your stripper just, skunky beer. you know, at the end of their lap dance or table dance, turned around and stuck their ass up in the Towel air. Towel off, boys. Did you a handkerchief? <laughs> I love it. They all have personalized ones, so that the next time you were there, you'd be like, who was that amazing stripper that gave me a great table dance? And then you could pull out the handkerchief that you brought with you, and it would be monogrammed with the stripper's initials. Hope you had a good stay. All right, well, we won't keep you. We'll let you go back to your Yoko Ono uh, jeans and T-shirt exhibit. Well, thank you. I think, there's a, uh, I think there's a plum in a man's hat floating in bourbon or something that I need to consume. <laughs> you know. That sounds good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for the call. Well, thank, thank you very you much for Thank you for finally talking to us. And you have to yeah. do it more often, okay? Absolutely. You call anytime. Especially you. Well, we mm. do. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Are we saying no, no buttons? Is that the problem? Is the is it that buttons is on the call that you won't answer? I know. Sometimes I want it just to be you and me. Oh, me too. Get used to. I have to no. book an appointment. I know. We used to have so much good, you and me. Buttons have to pay. All right, well, have a good night. Services are free. (laughs) Have a good night. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your evening, and I hope we talk soon. We will. All right. Bye-bye. Good night, Miss Holloway. Good night. She's such a groovy lady. She makes my heart go. Mm. Haiti. Crazy. Crazy. That doesn't really rhyme with that. Lady, it's okay. Stealing it from the fucking Frasier show. Anyway, so, um, did Since, we read a story? Yes, we did. Okay, then I guess we We're can We're at the end of an night. episode. Oh, good lord. Send I your shorts to, um... I'm on top of <laughs> bottom. <laughs> I'm on top of the bottom. You're on top of the bottom. Yes. Send us your shorts at shorts at theitspot.com. Shorts at theitspot.com. Uh, visit our website at uh, the shows. <laughs> no, that's the phone. The website is airmyshorts.com. Go visit us on the forums, too. <laughs> Chat with all the other... Uh, Degenerates. Yes. And lovely people. And lovely <laughs> As people. As well. 
And uh, we won't tell you who's who. Play with the plot plunger. <gasps> play with my plot plunger. Have trouble thinking of a story? It'll give you the right idea. It so will. It's really good. Colorado comment line. 76 shows. That's 305 76 shows. As in shows me your... Grandma's clenchy pucker towel holder thing. Brilliant. Bye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. Pay attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make us rich. Official Air Out My Shorts merchandise available now at cafepress.com slash airoutmyshorts. Is your crotch blurry? This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin. I'm Pod Riot.